Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Harbour Stories, a podcast uh, that's all on about hearing real stories of real people and seeing how God has been at work in their life. My name's Andrew, and today we're speaking with our guest, Vanessa. Hey, Van, how are you going? Hi, Andrew. I'm good, thank you. Oh, that is very lovely. Um, Van, we want to get to know you a little bit, so maybe could you just let us know um, where whereabouts did you grow up? Uh, yeah, so I grew up in southwest Sydney um, in a little suburb called Panania. Cute. <laughs> um, yeah, and I've just always grown up in that area. So I went to church in Bankstown, which, um, look, I'm still alive, okay? So I don't know what the bad rep is about Bankstown, but um, <laughs> it's a great suburb, great food. So, yeah. Well, I lived in Bankstown for at least a year and didn't get stabbed. Um, Oh, one yeah, my, Reevesby, right? <laughs> oh, that's true, actually, Reevesby. Um, but one of my fond memories is we had a gym membership um, in Bankstown and it was the most intimidating experience of my life because, <laughs> like, I'm not a huge guy and I would just go in for the first time going to the gym in my life and it seems that every single person in there was massive. Like... <laughs> Like the kind of massive where they'd break your face with like their little pinky finger or something like that. Um, so I'm yeah, hugely yeah. impressed with um, the, the the gusto and must have been growing up in Bankstown. <laughs> well, I never went to the gym in Bankstown. Um, I've heard it's an experience. <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's yeah. your what was your favorite thing about growing up in Bankstown or Panania rather? Um, yeah, there was like this charcoal chicken shop, um, called Habibs and (laughs) they just had the best chicken and the best garlic sauce. And it was run by this really old guy. Um, but yeah, that shut down, unfortunately. But yeah, I just remember going there after church. Habibs shut down? That's devastating. It did. I think we came doggies now. Yeah, Dougie's. the burger chain. Dougie's just it's is not, not the same. Really it doesn't have the heart, you know. <laughs> well, well, that's absolutely right. Um, <laughs> well, what started off as a very happy story about chicken ended up in just absolute, <laughs> absolute devastation. <laughs> um, I'm really sorry to hear about the loss yeah. of your favourite chicken. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> well, other than that, um, what do you do? What What does an average week in the life of Vanessa look like? Yep. So I work at a, a migration firm in Wynyard. Uh, so I catch the train every morning um, with my husband, Jono, because he also works in Wynyard. But yeah, I guess ever since the um, virus and everything, we're actually both working at home. So, yeah, but, yeah, my daily life is helping people get visas. That is absolutely <laughs> wonderful. Um, wow, that's, that's really exciting. You must have a whole, a whole bunch of stories uh, to, to say about that. Um, however, there's one story that you were going to share with us today, actually. Um, so, yeah, could you just let us know, um, where, how's your story go? Where, whereabouts does it start? Uh, okay. Um, well, I guess what God's been really teaching me is, um, not to be complacent with, um, my faith and yeah, that 
Um, yeah, I've been really struck by Ephesians 6. Um, I just have it here. Um, just one you know that earlier. You know that we... I just, yeah, let me just bring it up here. Um, Yeah, that we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places, which is very intense. And, um, (laughs) yeah, I think Ephesians speaks a lot about this whole, like, cosmic spiritual darkness um mm. you know satan being like the prince of darkness and all of that um and i guess in my day-to-day life i don't really um see that very much maybe mm-hmm. i guess you would say and uh but yeah i think in my complacency um i guess what that looks like in everyday life is um not taking prayer seriously, uh, forgetting to read, do my quiet times on the train or, yeah. Um, and so I was, I think God just like put me in this situation that I never expected where I was actually really tempted um, by my own sinful desires. And it was very obvious. It was very like, I knew it was wrong. Um, I guess when it started happening, yeah, it was very much in my face. And um, I think we're very, I guess, um, good at lying to ourselves. So I kind of like just kept saying to myself, oh, it's not um, destructive. It's not dangerous. Like, it's just harmless. You know, I think... There's other sort of lies that the devil can use to get us to sin and um, call something that is not good, good, Mm. or what like God determines as good as, um, yeah. Yeah, so I was in this situation where um, I very much was tempted and I I guess um, what really helped me in that situation um, was telling someone about it. So I think after like a week, it was like sort of happening. I confided in one of my close friends at church who, um, told me that I should probably tell my husband, (laughs) which, um, I was really terrified of in the beginning. Um, but I ended up doing that and the sort of like when the secrecy of the situation was lost, it sort of like lost its power as well. And like bringing it to the light and being honest about it, about what I was struggling with really helped me to want to battle it, if that makes sense. Mm. And I guess, um, yeah, I was also reminded of how Jesus uh, also battled um, temptation um it was with the word of god and he just kept on you know refreshing and reminding himself of um the truths of what god was saying and and so that was like my action plan (laughs) so on the train every morning i would just keep reading the scriptures keep being like um you know these things that I desire that God does not see as good are producing death. They're, 
you know, um, he calls me to be holy because he's holy. He has raised me in Christ um, to, yeah, not do these things anymore and um, to actively flee from those youthful passions and seek what's above. Mm. Like just these like truths, like I just kept on seeing them in my head. Um, And also, yeah, just like praying um, a lot, reading articles on the train because I don't really have that much time to read books. well, like I'm really tired when I go home from work, so I don't really want to read a book. But yeah, like reading articles about how to battle um, sin and yeah, just like blasting Christian music as well, like on the train yeah. <laughs> um, on the way to work. So I guess like as I start, like was doing all these things um, and sh- and like sort of equipping myself with God's armor to like battle these sinful desires that I had um, slowly God, like in his grace um, through his spirit started to open my eyes and I actually started to see how vile it was, how, you know, death producing it really was what I was doing. And um, I guess that's um, what I really have to say about it. And like just connecting to the whole like spiritual battle thing, it just really reminded me how we need to be prepared mm. for um, suffering, for temptation. I guess sometimes maybe we forget that we are in a battle. And I was like reflecting today on how like the measures that we've taken in order to prevent sickness in, in our society, and um, which is like great. But do we take the same measures to ensure that we're spiritually well and ready for when um, we are tempted and for, yeah. So that's sort of what I've been challenged by. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, Van, thank you so much for just the honesty and rawness um, of that story. It's it's amazing, isn't it, just... um, how sneaky sin can be. You, you've really helped me reflect on the, uh, the sin in my life that just kind of um, sneaks up. And you're absolutely right. Um, it can seem so attractive at the time and it's that kind of um, the need of constantly falling back on your knees in prayer and going read God's word um, mm. and helping yourself to see uh, what God's picture of sin is that makes you realise how vile and how... Um, how full of corruption it can be. Um, so I really appreciate um, you letting us uh, hear hear that story of yours. I guess I have um, one last question I'd like to just kind of leave you with. I think you touched on it a little bit, but what's um, what are some of the ways that God has been changing you uh, since kind of uh, real wrestling with this sin and then um, kind of trying to read his word and listen to Christian music and articles and stuff. What, what's the way God's been yeah. changing you? Yeah, I guess to see that those daily um, habits, I guess, that we do are actually so crucial in um, growing our faith. Mm. For example, when we... Uh, read the Bible like I think especially when we're 
now in self-isolation, it, it's easy to maybe disconnect from people. And yeah, it says in the Bible, like, don't, um, like stop, don't stop meeting up with each other. Um, mm-hmm. Keep encouraging each other as if the day, um, yes, yeah, to just really um, not take for granted, I guess, the opportunity we have to understand the word better with our Christian brothers and sisters, to really pray for each other. Like that's why we are saved into a community. Because um, I, I don't know what I would have done if I couldn't tell my friend, for example, mm. about what I was struggling with and like being able to be honest with her about what was going on. Um, so, yeah, and just, um, yeah, just encouraging. It's just encouraging to know that it does work. <laughs> yeah, right. um, like, um I guess like when Jesus was tempted, it's easy to be like, oh, that's because he was God, you know, and he just said these truths and it helped him. But yeah, that it actually does help um, help so much to really let the word of Christ dwell in you richly because, yeah, I guess that's how I've been trying to change to really understand it and apply it to my daily life it's kind of like I think Paul yeah in Romans how he says like oh I just keep doing what I don't want to do anymore and stuff like that like it's yeah. still a battle that's what I mean to say yeah yeah um so <laughs> yeah you, you you know the you know the verses um uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> good conclusion Andrew um no thank you so much um <laughs> for spending the time to be honest with us and to be real with how you're thinking through sin and putting it to death. That's, um, that's a real encouragement. Yeah, no problem at all. Great. Well, we'll see you later. Okay. See you, Andrew. <laughs>